why is it that some Christians want to believe science as opposed to the Bible? People don't want to feel like they're left out, and so there's this attempt to mix science and a secular interpretation of science into the Bible. But the Bible doesn't allow us to do that. If science is properly interpreted, then the biblical account makes sense. The Bible should come first, and we should interpret the science yeah. based on the biblical account. We're out there saying to people that you can trust the Bible, and because you can trust the Bible, you can trust the, the gospel message that yeah. the, the, the Bible has. Trust it. the God of the Bible. Trust the God yeah. of the Bible. Welcome to 24-6 with Mark James from Creation Ministries International. Mark, thank you for taking time to take us through biblical creation. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell me, if you can, why is it that some Christians want to believe science as opposed to the Bible or mix the two together? Okay, I think um, it's, it's an issue where people believe that science has proven that the, um, the universe is a lot older than the biblical um, 6,000 years. Mm -hmm. And um, it, people don't want to feel like they're left out. They don't want to feel like they're um, claiming something that, that really um, can't be supported. And so there's this attempt to mix science in with the Bible. And I've got no problem with that at all, except when that science uh, is introducing long ages, evolution, those sorts of things. The long ages is the big one, isn't it? That's, Absolutely. That's the one, all the, the rocks are this old, yep. therefore the universe is this old. Absolutely. In fact, um, the theory of evolution would not work uh, if they didn't have millions of years for it to happen. So, yes, the the, um, the foundation of all this is the, the long ages. Absolutely. I remember um, I was watching a, a video, I think it was Trinity TV, and they had um, a panel with there. They had uh, Ken Ham, Kent Hovind, I think Josh McDowell, uh, Ray Comfort. Etc. And and I, I just love what Ken because Ken is with Answers with Genesis Answers in Genesis now, uh, but I love what he did. He pulls out his Bible and he says he says you know as Christians he says we believe Jesus died on the cross and rose again physically. Where do we get that from? From the Bible. From the Bible. But secular science says people don't rise from the dead. Yep. He says as Christians we believe that Jesus was born of a virgin. Where do we get that from? From the Bible. But secular science says. Virgins don't give birth. Yeah. As Christians, we believe that uh, as Elisha and the uh, prophets went down and they were building the new compound for them and an axe head fell in the river and Elisha threw a hunk of wood on and the axe head floated. But secular science tells us that axe heads don't float. Which do we believe? We believe the Bible. Yep. But as soon as we get to Genesis chapter 1 to, you know, 1 to 10, we throw it all out and go, oh, no, but secular science is. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I actually saw that um, TV program and there was a guy by the name of Hugh Ross yes, who was Hugh on there Ross, as well. Yeah, yeah. And Hugh Ross is a very, very intelligent man. Um, but he has come up with a way of somehow fitting evolution and millions of years, well, not so much evolution, but long ages yeah. into the Bible. Uh, and that's what people seem to do because they want to, to be seen to be scientifically literate. Yeah. But the Bible doesn't allow us to do that. With even the language of the Bible of Genesis chapter 1 doesn't allow us to 
It, do, it doesn't. It doesn't. And you have to make some big compromises on the biblical text uh, in order to believe some of these uh, alternative interpretations of Genesis. You travel around the country speaking on this. What sort of um, reaction or backlash do you get from people who are like, I don't want to believe what you're saying? Um, it, it varies a lot. I've had situations where I've stood up to talk and within about two minutes, people have got up and walked out of the auditorium uh, because uh, they just don't want to hear. And I think that's a, a big issue is that people have made up their mind and they've decided that they're right and they know better. Yep. And so they don't want to hear uh, any alternatives. Um, so we get through from that to to um, churches where everybody in the churches is, is on board yep. uh, and is excited to hear the message and excited to to see that science properly interpreted supports the biblical account. Yeah, and we'll look at some of those uh, interpretations as we go through this series. Um, the ones that do fully jump in and say, yes, I believe in, in recent you know, 6,000-year-old creation, six literal 24-hour days, how many of them actually get it? Or they, are, they, are they just believing because, I mean, nothing wrong with believing just because the Bible says so, but is that what they're doing? Um, I have a wife who believes because the Bible says so. Uh, and um, it's interesting because uh, I will find some new piece of science that I think this is really amazing, and I'll present it to my wife, and she'll just she'll have this blank look on her face, uh, and she she's, just she's believes. Probably related to my wife from the sounds of it. <laughs> she believes because the Bible says so. Yeah. Um, and there's an awful lot of people uh, in the in the Christian community who are exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the people that um, that love the science side of things, and so um, our the, the talks we give to churches, we call them a relevance talk. Uh, and basically what we do is we explain why it's so important that we take Genesis as history, yep. uh, why it's important to the rest of the Bible and, and particularly to the gospel message. Uh, and then we introduce um, uh, areas of science that um, when they're properly interpreted, support that interpretation. So it's both sides of it. It's showing the relevance yeah. of, of Genesis yeah. to the rest of the Bible. I'm a bit like you. I, I'm um, on a Facebook group called Biblical Genetics with Dr. Robert Carter. Okay. And uh, just the, the stuff that comes up in there and I read it, I go, Oh, wow, you're amazing. I can't believe it. I tell Sharon, she goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, the, the thing, going back to what, what again, what Ken Ham had said in that, in that uh, roundtable discussion, the Bible says it. Yep. Um, I remember reading a book one time on Isaiah and uh, the in the introduction of the book, they said, you know, proto-Isaiah and there could be two Isaiahs. And I said to Sharon, I said, look, these guys said there could be anything up to seven Isaiahs that wrote. I mean, I believe there was one Isaiah. Yep. You know, um, But I said, you know, they say there could be anything up to seven, seven different people wrote the book of Isaiah. And Sharon goes, what does it matter? Yeah. God put it in the Bible. Yep. That's the main thing. The interesting thing with that is that Jesus actually points to the fact that there is one Isaiah yeah. because he, he yeah. quotes one verse and refers back to um, the uh, other part of uh, Isaiah and says that same Isaiah said again. Yes. So uh, and from Jesus' perspective, there was one Isaiah. There was one Isaiah. And, and that's the thing is we have to take New Testament and Old Testament, the words of, of Scripture, with Scripture to, because it supports itself all the way through. Absolutely. Um, and I know, I think we want to talk about the gap theory in our next session. Yep. So I know one of the one of the things with the gap theory is the whole tohu and bohu, the, the, the earth was void and without form. Yep. And so people use 
where it is, I think, in Isaiah. It's, uh, it's Joshua. Jo- is it Joshua. Jo- Joshua. Joshua 4. Okay. And they go, well, see, now that means this. So it means this in Genesis. So, well, no, hang on. That's that's reversing things. It's not the law of first mention anymore. Now you're using the law of second mention, which isn't a law. Absolutely. You're trying to use something later to interpret the beginning. And, and you can't do that. We have to take the Bible as it is and begin there. Begin in Genesis 1.1. 1, 1, yep. Take it all the way through to the amen at the end of Revelation. Yep. As one complete... Yes, we're on the same we're on page. The, on the same Rob, page. We're on the same page. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're going to continue on that page and we're going to be looking at specifics within the, the scriptures that point to uh, recent six-day, literal six 24-hour day creation. I hope you can join us for the rest of the series.